0: Welcome to the Business of Vulnerability. This podcast shares stories of organizations and people helping vulnerable individuals around the world. This podcast is brought to you by PulseForGood.com. PulseForGood is an automated client feedback system to help organizations gather feedback from the individuals that they serve. For more information, please visit www.pulseforgood.com. Without further ado, the Business of Vulnerability.
1: Welcome to the Business of Vulnerability podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Neha Sunny, who is the author of Wired for Self-Love. Neha, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
2: Thank you, Blake. I appreciate the opportunity to be with
1: you. Yeah, I, I am thrilled you were willing to come on today. And I'm really interested to learn uh, about your book. The title just in and of itself, I think, is, is captivating. And I, I guess I'm curious, like, why self-love? Why is self-love important? Why is it needed and and why is it something that you're obviously building a career around?
2: Um, Very good question. Deep question. (laughs) And um, I think the platform that you have created, the business of vulnerability, I was trying to understand vulnerability and how to be vulnerable. Um, But every time I was doing something like that, I ended up, being way too vulnerable, showing my underbelly and all that stuff, and tears—I didn't know uh, how I can manage my emotions, how to uh, control even what what that meant, how to be a better person. I didn't know any of that, um, but I knew I wanted to be better. I wanted to understand myself, and um, we don't we don't. St- just suddenly say, okay, wake up and go, I want to love myself. Nobody, no, no, that does not happen. And um, it was a moment that, that changed everything for me when I became a mother and realized I was repeating what I saw in my own childhood. So um, what happens is we, are, we learn how to love ourselves um if we're taught in the right way it comes from our parents teachers appreciation and everything and skills like we're doing better we're doing good we need to know this we need to this needs to be acknowledged by the people around us for us to believe in ourselves none of that happened for me and now i have now i'm a mother i realized <laughs> and i had zero um, understanding of how to love this being that is when, that is in my life now. Um, this is over 13 years ago. I woke up and realized in order to love him, I need to change my entire being. And I don't even know myself. I was something to someone, the daughter, a daughter-in-law, a wife, a mother, but I was no one to myself. And that needed to change where I could understand I have a relationship with myself. That was a, that was a light bulb moment where I went, oh my God, I need to have a relationship, a good one. And a great one with this child, and I don't even have a good one with myself. How am I gonna do this? Um, That's where the journey of self love began. And so, what is self love? I get this question a lot of times, Blake. And so, briefly, um, it is the discipline of becoming, developing the discipline of becoming better knowing that you can become better through which you understand yourself and become a more confident person and we may think that we're doing that for other people but we're not we have to first do it for ourselves before we can do it for other people. It's just like you need to wear the oxygen mask in case of an emergency. You wear that first. If you're all frantic, going crazy, you cannot help anyone else. So that's self-love. And so there's there's also this difference where self-love can sound very selfish. So what's the difference? Um, selfish when When a person is being selfish, they're not aware that they're selfish. The difference is in the awareness. It's awareness that brings us to understand, okay, I am not being kind to myself in this moment. I am judging myself how and catching yourself over and over so developing the discipline. This is how I talk about the practices in the book um and self love is through practice only that you're going to understand how important it is and the difference it is going to make, not just in your life but the people around you.
1: Mm. So you you shared this kind of epiphany you had with self love and then kind of this this journey. What how did you go from learning this to deciding to write a book about it?
2: Mm. Learning that was. A very like long journey of course Mm -hmm. and i would i credit i give a lot of credit to practicing meditation and so there's the chapter on meditation is pretty detailed and i love it i want i mean the from practicing it to writing a book i never thought i would write a book not this early in my life, <laughs> but the opportunity actually came across. I came across the opportunity. I was um in touch with a self-publishing author. He was a 17-time self-published author, and he said, Okay, there's an opportunity to write a book. So what I was doing before that, it's not suddenly I'm starting to write. No, I had been blogging since 2016. Mm-hmm. And um so so I was writing a lot about um personal development my own reflections how to be better how to have better relationships relationships are very important to me because i didn't have one i lost the love of my life i thought i did but then i never had that love so i kept doing i kept doing whatever it is that i could to be in that place and become that person so I was writing a lot about that but through this this gentleman that I was following I had the opportunity to write about something and so we through with him with coaching with him I came to know okay I should be writing a book about this but the interesting thing is this book writing this book itself was a step in the journey of self love mm. Which I talk about in um, the book because a lot of procrastination comes up when people start writing (laughs) and start taking up something so big. And I'm like, so all this meditation that I talk about so openly, you know, I thought, and and I had done all the work, of bettering myself, taking care of my anger, issues, embracing the shadows. All of those things are part of the chapters in the book. But, Having practiced that, I thought, I know everything I need to know about self love. Why do I need to do the research? Why do I need to? What's the need? I have all the information. So there was that ego showing up for me, right? So that again um, helps you understand uh, the things that are coming up and why they come up. And instead of going, when you're procrastinating you're not doing what you're supposed to do and you're distracting yourself with food and you know other little things other unimportant things so here I was I found myself in that place where when I was about to write the book is like I come to know oh I catch myself because of doing all that work I catch myself and I ask myself how am I this self-love expert? Who is right now procrastinating and completely avoiding or ignoring how I'm feeling, and and stuffing my emotions and distracting myself? Who am I to call myself that? And and that's where I had a shift towards how can I love myself yeah. through this? I need to practice. What I'm about to preach the world. <laughs> so I had to eat the humble pie. And, and that's where I get, okay, we wasted four weeks. We didn't do anything, but that's okay. This is we as me and myself having that conversation. Like We wasted a lot of time, but you learn something. This is a lesson you can share with people. that It's okay to not be okay, it's okay to make a mistake, it's okay to love yourself, and because of loving yourself, showing yourself self-compassion, you can be better.
1: How, uh, this is, this is going to be a weird question, but I hope you under, understand how I phrase this, but like, how can I measure my own self-love, right, because honestly, I think in a lot of ways, it's something I haven't ever considered, like, am I loving myself, so like, how do you, how do you measure that, And and kind of keep track of it to, to grow it?
2: Mm, Good question. And it's a, it's a journey. Like really, Um, you just, you're on that journey and there is no limit to who you can become. And it is through embracing your parts of you that you have otherwise ignored or even the good parts about you, when you start to appreciate that, you become more of you. And the world is going to benefit from you becoming more and more and more of who you are.
1: Mm.
2: As long as you're in touch with that, you're in a good place. And I would like, yes, it's important to keep track of how you're doing, but. Don't let that become like, am I doing this so constantly judging yourself? <laughs> instead, focusing on the practice.
1: It is interesting. I can imagine you getting stuck in a self-love feedback loop. That's that's not good. Of oh, my self-love is bad, and I'm horrible, and my self-love is bad, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, it is kind of a, an interesting uh, thing there. And sorry, you mentioned in in your book, there's meditation. What what other things are in the book? If I if I picked the book up and started to read it, what other kind of tools and techniques would I would I learn from it um, to to try and improve that self love?
2: There are lots of exercises that you can do um, before before we talk about meditation. There's a lot of understanding and stories of not just my, not myself but other people as well because different people go through different. Uh, like self-love is a journey. It's very personal. The journey is very personal. And uh, people practice self-love in their own way. And it's not that one way is, their way, is the right way. It is right for them. It has worked for them. So there are stories of people who overcame addiction. Somebody overcame a, like the bully who was, the bully was outside and then the bully is inside in the head of that person. So there are stories. Besides the story, there's also clarification of how, and some things that come in the way of uh, loving yourself, understanding mm. yourself. So, and then there is meditation, how you can understand yourself. Besides meditation, there is um, your identity. What is your identity? And what are your values? What do you value as a person? And so how are you living your values? Um, And through your different identities. And so the concept, I bust the concept of uh, the very popular Ikigai, um, which is out there and people, it's very commercialized, but uh, that's not the Japanese understanding of uh, Ikigai in practice. So I bust that myth. Um, It's there in the book. And then the exercise is around there. Besides that, there is shadow work. And that's been life-changing. And the most important part, I would say, is storytelling. When you understand your own story, like you're watching a movie, you you witness yourself uh, through the book, probably. You catch parts of you. So there is those exercises. And then there is other other understanding of how... Self love can be practiced in uh, in your personal life, in your professional life, in your uh, in big organizations. So there's lots and lots of exercises and tools uh, and research.
1: Wow, and we're we're running a little short on time, and obviously this is a conversation we can have for probably hours. Um, but uh, but I'm curious if there's a like a type of person or a, a person that's experiencing something specific that. You would recommend your your book for right like if if there's someone listening um how do how do i know that i should pick up your book and and it's it's going to help me Mm,
2: it's it can be if you've experienced some sort of trauma in your life and how you can be better how you can have a better relationship with your own emotions uh, a lot of times people suppress their emotions, don't know what to do with it, don't know how to manage it. It's going to be helpful for that. you have anger problems you can that can be helpful for you uh so it's not very um you need you don't need to have a very terrible relationship with yourself. you can still benefit from reading the book if you want to improve, but this is also going to help people who have experienced what I experienced.
1: Um, so it, it sounds like almost everybody could benefit because, uh, uh, I mean, if it's anything like every, every other thing in life, there's, there's obviously levels in there where we could all improve and uh, just do this conversation, right? It has me wondering, like, ah, am I, am I loving myself, right? Like, how's that internal monologue going? All of those type of things. Um, yeah. So I, I think it, it could benefit anybody. I, I am curious, what, what's the easiest way for someone to get a copy of the book, if they, if they want to get a copy?
2: It's available on Amazon. Right now it's okay. on Kindle. So no matter where they are in the world, they can get a copy of uh, the Kindle version. And uh, many people may not know this. And this is something that I, I write a lot. And someone on Medium told me, and many people may not know this, that's why I'm sharing with you that if you don't have a Kindle, you don't need to have a Kindle device, you can download it on your phone, the app, oh, Kindle app on your phone, and you can read the book.
1: Well, that's awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, and, and to to just remind everybody, it's wired for self-love. Yes. Um, and, and be able to get on Amazon and download it on your Kindle and apparently on all of your other devices as long as you have the Kindle app. Um but, uh, you, know, you know, thank you so much for, for joining us and, and sharing this. You've given us some very, you know, thought-provoking things, at least for me. Um, and as a, a group that we, you know, we work with so many people that work with vulnerable individuals all over the place. Um, now, that, that really does seem to be something the world is lacking, is that ability to love ourselves despite our flaws. So thank you for the work that you're doing and, and thank you for joining the podcast.
2: Thank you so much for the opportunity you're most welcome
0: thank you for listening to the business of vulnerability in the midst of the pandemic in the year 2020 it was hard to imagine that we'd be able to start a podcast that talked about the courage and compassion of those serving vulnerable individuals and and have it be something that people are willing to listen to uh, not just once but multiple times More than 50 episodes later, we're still sharing these stories and the abundant goodness that is in this world. We're grateful for our listeners, for those that have appeared on the podcast, and for those that will appear in the future. The business of vulnerability is important because it's not an individual's or even an organization's business. It's the business of all of us to help those who are vulnerable be able to overcome whatever problems they are having. And I encourage you to take time today to think about who you can help and who you can uplift and support, uh, whether that is somebody down the street that's experiencing homelessness, whether that's the refugee in your neighborhood, whether that's a family member. Whoever it is, your hands, your thoughts, your actions, your words can help them through this difficult time. For more wonderful episodes, more awesome insights, more examples of courage, compassion, and understanding, please visit www.pulseforgood.com and check out our blog and the podcast. Or easily view other episodes of this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or however else you get your podcasts. Thank you again for listening to the Business of Vulnerability.